Mars is brutal and FPL in it, by you. <laughs> With the Amigos now, we have Nymphria, who you should all know and love from her Twitter account, at Nymphria TV, and of course from her YouTube channel, where she produces some of the best content in the FPL community. You can also find her at her FPL Wildcats podcast, which is great. Nim, you're very welcome to the Three Amigos show. Are you ready to bear your soul to the FBL community? I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be, I think. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, Kylie, you can lead away with the first question. Okay, Nim, describe Hi. yourself in three words. Oh, tough question. Uh, I think it would have to be determined, creative and loyal. Does creativity come into it with the nicknames? Yeah, of course it does, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Nim? Good talking to you as always. Yeah. So um, where, where do you live and what do you currently do? Well, I'm a freelance social media graphic designer, but I recently made the move into football graphics and the YouTube world. Um, but I'm from the land of dragons and that's Wales to, <laughs> to most people. Uh, but I've lived in England a long time now. Uh, also have Scottish and Irish connections, so I'm truly British, that's for sure. <laughs> Can you speak Welsh? Yachida. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you oh, say wow. Mars is Mars is brutal at FPL in Welsh? Mars is brutal in FPL in it, boyo. That's so exotic. I love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, it's like watching Gavin and, and Stacey all over. How and when did you first get into FBL and football in general? Uh, I was about seven when I got into football in general. All the men of the house, uh, half were Spurs and half were Arsenal. So you can imagine that that was quite interesting. They used to watch Super Sunday. And uh, I happened to watch one match by accident one week with Thierry Henry and I was I was hooked. <laughs> and as for FPL, my best friend was looking for somebody to compete with a few years back. He asked me, maybe he was thinking I'd be easy fodder, to be honest. Maybe not. I'm not sure. But after winning, um, I needed to defend my crown and that was it. No, that's a lie. I, I just became obsessed like everyone else. <laughs> I love that. That's so like me as well. It's the same thing. It's that competitive thing gets you in and then then you get addicted. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so then tell us, what is your highest ever finish in FPL? It's not, not quite as high as yours, but around 23K. 23K is a yeah. strong number. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad, considering too I, bad. I'm more of a mini league player before I came to Twitter last year. So it's not too bad. <laughs> it's all yeah, about the mini leagues. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, would you say that was your best FPL memory or do you have something that stands out for you? Uh, it has to be my 15-16 season. I think I was like third in my mini league going into the last week. 
And um, I'd not managed to drop past second in that mini league for for a couple of years. And I was thinking, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to get the top spot back here. But I happened to just guess exactly what the newcomer and the league leader was about to do. I don't know how, but I just, from what he'd done the rest of the season, I just managed to work it out. And I had a wild card left that I'd saved right till the end. So I thought I was quite proud of myself for keeping it that long. And I got two players in the same as him and got in two gut field players. And I managed to leapfrog the two the two of them and go straight to the top of the league. But I couldn't quite eke out the win on the last day. It was a draw in the end, but still a proud moment because they didn't see me coming at all. <laughs> That's why, like, when people associate the two together, OR and Mini League, I just I can't seem to kind of put them in the same <laughs> in the same place together because I completely understand if you're doing well in OR that you must be doing well in your Mini League. But if you've got a really strong Mini League and you want to win it, you're going to have to block players. You're going to have to consider players you wouldn't have thought of before, things like that. And you just wouldn't normally do that with your OR. So. Yeah, it does. It does add more psychology and it adds more um, competitive. I guess you're you're not just playing against nameless, faceless numbers. You're playing against the the people in your mini league, whether you're friends or colleagues or or just people you've played with year on year. For sure. So it's, definitely. Uh, yeah. I can see I can see how that will work. Um, tell us, of course, we all have things we we love about the FBL game, and we have things that we kind of would prefer if they were changed. But uh, what do you like best about the game, and what do you dislike the most? You know what? We all love it for the same reasons that we hate it. <laughs> so you can't please all of the people all of the time. I, I I couldn't pick the same amount of likes as I can, the same amount of dislikes, to be honest. <laughs> Every week it's something different, isn't it? Any of the people, any of the time. He doesn't want to talk to us now. You've upset him. Don just Don just upset because everybody loves me. Everybody (laughs) loves Mark. It's true, true. Um, But what would you what would you change? Would you change anything about the game if you had a chance? Yes, the bonus point system. (laughs) I mean, I sometimes think they're made up. Like they're completely random. <laughs> I'm definitely not a fan of the bonus points. <laughs> Would you like if it was more kind of broad in scoring, as in you know allowing for more more um, actions, whether it's tackles or you know pass. I know pass completed are included in it, but if where everyone would get some bonus points, but the better players would get a lot higher ones. Or what way would you prefer it worked? I just I think it's that sometimes we'll see on the list that complete random people when we've all sat there and watched the games ourselves and seen that person do hardly anything and yet they make it onto the bonus onto the bonus sheet and you think I don't I don't understand like why why did that person make it there so I think it just could be a bit more a bit more obvious and possibly a bit simpler Maybe we shouldn't have them at all. Ooh, controversial. <laughs> not, no idea how Alison and Edison get got bonus points this week with the football that was played and the amount of goals. No idea, but I'm not complaining. I had Edison, but I don't have. Yeah, I, I had Edison it. too. I, I mean, sometimes it works in your favour. Sorry. <laughs> sometimes oh, okay. it works. Alison in, in particular hardly even touched the ball, um, so I don't see how that would happen. 
Yeah. It's very inconsistent. This is the problem that we keep seeing. I mean, when you see goalkeepers, we've seen the likes of Fabianski and Pope, for example, getting bonus points. And you can understand that if they're saving penalties or making lots of saves. But these other instances where the goalkeeper is barely a figure in the game, it just seems madness. Exactly. That's 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 all it is. If we had some consistency, I think, and just something that's a bit more obvious to us, then, you know, because the game is, I think that's why we love the game so much, because it's simple and it's easy to understand. And the points are for this. Yes, sometimes people get assists or goals when they shouldn't. But for the most part, it's nice and simple. I just think the bonus points is where that goes a bit nutty. (laughs) Simple and easy to understand. I thought you were describing Don there. (laughs) <laughs> Shuts fired. Oh, this is happening earlier than I thought it would. Oh, it never takes too long. <laughs> Moving swiftly along. Okay, describe yourself as an FPL manager in three words. Okay, I would say it would have to be bat shizzle crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. Because <laughs> I tend to have at least one moment in every season where I go a bit batches or crazy. And, and that's the PC version. Uh, I do sometimes go a little bit nuts. Like <laughs> last season when I was on the pod with Donna Mars, I remember talking over taking a minus 12. Do you remember that, guys? Um, yeah. Swapping. Salah and KDB out in a like in a in a ballsy twelve move like move minus twelve for Ericsson and three others, and that was just after Salah got dropped for the game week I think it was. And yeah. needless to say, I spent the next few weeks just like, why did I do that? And scrabbling him back. <laughs> so Nymph, you said that you were a mini league to start with. That was all about the mini league. But what's your target now each each year, each season? Yeah, definitely. I think it has to be the top 10%. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to try and make top 10% most most seasons if I can now. And uh, tell us, do you, like, if you, do you have anything you have to do before any deadline? So we know obviously you're big into creating your content, so you're probably working flat out right up to the deadline. But is there something that you like to do beforehand, whether it's like a specific blog that you like to look at? Do you, do you do any transfers late? Do you listen to any fantastic Three Amigos podcasts? What do you do? <laughs> um, yeah, well, I always listen to you guys because um, I, I love the chemistry and I, I think that's what lots of other people know as well. But as you touched upon, my life is definitely FPL right now between my own channel and the FPL Wildcats channel, making content or chatting FPL. But before the deadline, I always like to check FPL Connects Press's article or Ben Dinery's um, tweets. But, yeah, it's just the best places for the injury news and the manager's comments, really, aren't they? So can't really go anywhere without without checking those. Completely agree with you there, um, especially when it's been a busy week and it just feels like a scramble to go and find that information when it's all together. It just makes our lives so much easier. Definitely. Like, since Connect's been doing those press or articles, I'm like sat there waiting like more <laughs> so like, give, give us all the answers the next head is literally going to be swelling as he gets into this <laughs> yeah it's just exploding now um, okay moving on before he, we need a pin 
to decompress his head or his ego after that shout out. <laughs> um, when it comes to choosing your captain and deciding on transfers, how and when do you usually do that? Okay, transfers, I usually try and wait for all the information. Last season, the price rises were a bit crazy, so I had to jump on a lot of those transfers early. And a lot of that was kind of to my detriment. And I can almost see that happening again already from the start of this season. Um, so I do try and hold off to make my transfer nearer the time uh, and nearer the deadline. And I try not to jump on the bandwagons just because they're bandwagons. But it's it's usually quite difficult. As for captaincy, sorry, I'm not sure I computed the question. Is there anyone other than Mo Salah? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Very good point. Yeah, that that is a good point. Uh, I, I, th I think this this season, I especially this season, I see more goals coming from Liverpool midfield than just Salah. And I think Mane is going to have one of those seasons. I wish I listened to myself at the beginning of the season about that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any or no goal players or teams? For example, it has to make to monument, something monumental to happen, you know, for Troy Deeney to make my team again. Absolutely. Like, there has to be no other strikers. <laughs> they all, like, had food bugs or something. <laughs> yeah no I'm completely with you I, I try not to have any bias because you know it, it doesn't mix well with FPL but Kiko Firmino and Hazard have trolled me so much like so much that to be honest they'd have to do something really quite amazing for me to consider them again <laughs> That's fair. Hazard, Hazard seems to be on the list of a lot of people. I think he he's one of those guys that you have to catch him on the streak and also be patient yeah. within the streak. Definitely. Yeah, I think he's because he's so talented. We we do kind of expect him to be a lot more consistent, whereas for, for whatever reason he hasn't. But probably all the chopping and changing at Chelsea probably has had something to do with it. But uh. But uh, who if knows? If he wasn't so expensive, I think we'd all be a bit more patient with him. But I think because he's always been quite expensive and continues to be quite expensive, it's exactly like you said. We all expect so much. And then we put him in when Chelsea are doing so well and he's done brilliantly and you miss him. <laughs> he goes and then he does nothing. So you sell him again and then he goes on a, oh, you just can't win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but tell us, we know you obviously you're you're an Arsenal fan, but um, how do you feel about cheering on rivals in FPL? Do you totally manage to separate your your heart from your head? Yes, all my sins an Arsenal fan. <laughs> uh, well, if anyone follows me on Twitter, you'll see I'm a long-standing lover of Aguero, <laughs> so I have to fight Miles Bar for that one because I know we both love him. So, uh, but he definitely mm -hmm. made me a bit of a fan. For uh, of Man City as a result. So I don't see FPL as cheating. In fact, I'm not a hater in football in general. I'm happy to say if a team's done well and praise them. I'm not a fan of team hate in general. I just love football, good, bad or indifferent, to be honest. So tell us, what do you like best about being a part of the FPL community? All the points of views. And I have to say, I love the support it's given me personally. 
I had some really tough times last season, lost some really important people in my life, went through a really complicated, which was meant to be simple, throat operation. And I have to say, the community helped me through it. it. There were times where I really was struggling pretty hard. And just to know I could sound silly, but just to come on Twitter and chat to anybody at any time of day, it, it just really helped. So, yeah, I, I love the support it gives is people and it's really nice to chat all the different points of views over with people too you know what that that's a great point and i remember there was a period where people captaining came for for you right is that right I... yeah yeah um yeah. that we went through two stages i think um one of them was for myself yeah and then one was for an uh for phil golding another member of the fpl community who yeah. took yeah so no, that's 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 what we do love about the community. To be honest, it's it's a it's it's great in those situations. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, if you were to pick a player, past or present, apart from Henri, to be in your team, who would it be? Because ah. you said you already like Henri. What so, you can't so you can't different. just take that away from me. <laughs> I, I, I just, Thierry Henry, man. <laughs> I was about to say if I couldn't have married Aguero, he would be a very close second. <laughs> because of their football, obviously, no other reason. <laughs> don't worry, I don't think I don't think Kylie cares about what football Giroud plays or who he plays for. It'll still be Giroud, to be honest. He could be playing non league. Does he play football? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he yeah, doesn't. Bubble, it, just, it just turns up, you know. No, I'm sorry, Mars. You're not going to be able to persuade me from this one. There is nobody else in my eyes. It's only Jerry Henry. <laughs> no, that, that, that's fair. You know what? He's one of my favourite. Uh, one of my favourite players to be in the Premiership. To be honest, uh, just the way he, yeah, Vavavum, that ball that was brilliant. <laughs> Uh, tell us, Nim, um, tell us what is your favourite meal and favourite drink? I would, oh gosh, this is a tough one. Uh, I think it would have to be between a curry and fajitas, but I think fajitas win out for me, definitely. So, And I love a good glass of rosé wine with a meal, or if if not, I, I'm a bit of a Bacardi and Coke kind of girl. And if we're talking kind of soft drinks it has to be water i probably drink far too much water than is probably good for you to be honest i'll probably like drown myself from the inside out or something you know i find that rose and wine i find i find it kind of falls between two stills because sometimes i feel like a glass of red you know a full full bodied red and then other times it's a nice fresh white whereas rose kind of falls between two stills for me yeah i get that i get that red red i find a bit too like bitter so I guess the rosé is a bit sweeter, so. Oh, yeah. And if you were going for curries, what kind of curries would you go for? Would you go for a proper Whopper hot curry <laughs> or are you kind of? I, I like a Balti. I like a Balti, a lamb Balti. <laughs> okay. So if your house was on fire and you could only save one non-living item, what would you grab? It's a tricky one. Yeah, it's trickier. They're getting trickier. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, we've been leading you down the path and now all the hard <laughs> ones come out. Yeah, now you're like smashing me with them. I think my wallet, because I don't have a lot in there, but at least I have my bank card. <laughs> That's but, very uh, sensible. <laughs> yeah, but failing that um, on a more sentimental level, I have a photo album and it's it's got a lot of pictures of 
at, at the people I mentioned earlier on who are lost late last year. So I would I'd probably grab that as well if I could. But that's two things I know. So <laughs> we'll let you take the two, just this one. Oh, thanks. yeah. Because I'm the first guest, I'm allowed. <laughs> yeah, and I think you're also you're getting quotes for not wallet. saying phone. Yeah. The wallet basically in your pocket, so it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, actually, actually, at least you didn't say the phone. You, you saw outside the book. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I um, go to the library right. to do my FPL team. I know it's a bit old school, but it's still there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? So you're a YouTuber. You're a graphic designer. You're an FPL player. Any other skills that we don't know about? Well, I'm, I'm assuming that um, picking bad players in FPL has already gone <laughs> and that cooking's probably already been taken. <laughs> <laughs> so in those two instances, I'd say I'm a pretty keen gamer, so I'm not too bad on the old PS4. And something most people won't know about, I'm actually half decent at Poi and Diablo. So a few circus skills there for you. Oh, explain that with me now because I don't know what they are. Okay. Yeah, I, um, yeah I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea either. It sounds very impressive though. <laughs> okay, so poi are those the spinny balls on the end of string that people kind of swing around in their arms and make like cool oh, tricks yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. And Diablo is like the butterfly looking thing on string that they throw up in the air and do funky tricks with. I see. So, yeah, you could be a circus performer, so, or Sorry? at least do kids' parties or something. Like that. <laughs> That's my backup plan if all of this goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Nim, tell me, uh, tell us, what is your favourite type of music? Is there a kind of band that you're into or a genre that you're into? I, I love all kinds of music, really. I, I, I probably should have put singing as my skills, eh, Marts? But I, I just wouldn't have been able to beat you there. So maybe that's why I avoided that one. <laughs> um, would challenge but, you to the sing-off, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I love a good beat. I'm an 80s, 90s kid. So I love me a few dance tracks, such as like The Key, The Secret, Everybody's Free to Feel Good, that sort of thing. Excellent. All right. And last question. Tell us one guilty pleasure and one bad habit you have. Aguero. <laughs> I know, in, in all seriousness, probably too much crisps and dips. <laughs> um, I lost nearly three stone about a year or so ago. So my guilty pleasure is definitely sitting in front of the telly on the weekends with a large bag of crisps and dip and doing all of the hard work I'd done, being sensible during the week with a diet. <laughs> Uh, I, think, yeah. I think everyone has to do that if you don't do that you need to you need to have one evening where you can do a little bit of a pig out definitely. in order to stay sane yeah, yeah. definitely and uh, you have to bad... give yourself something to work on the next week you know yeah, yeah every time every, every, inch, every, every second on the treadmill i picture all the jellies i ate the weekend before and stuff like that you know the jelly. perfect motivation. <laughs> I hope they're like jelly sweets rather than just actual jelly. <laughs> oh, jelly sweets, yeah. <laughs> As in, yeah, tubs of jelly, like, yeah, like, the man off the back. like a massive bowl of wobbly jelly for a second. Nim, you have been a fantastic guest. Um, thank you very much for coming on the Three Amigos um, Getting to Know You podcast. And uh, it was a pleasure getting to know you. Cheers. Thanks for having me, guys. One for each other. Brave amigos are we, brother to brother.